Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones and I'm your host. I'm a certified life and relationship coach, a strategist, an engineer, and a mental health advocate. And I also want to uh, make a footnote too, it's Women's History Month. So make sure, I know there's a lot of women that I'm connected to and that are out there that are creating history every single day. So um, shout out to you guys. Um, you are Women's History um, and I want you guys to keep doing what you're doing, man. We support you. Um, so tonight's show, it's all about chaos, guys. I know a lot. I, I always tell people I have a, 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 a very close and unique relationship with chaos. <laughs> I know exactly what it is and how it feels. And tonight's show is titled, How Do I Regain Control of My Chaotic Life? Um, I have an amazing guest. He um, has been on the show one other time, but this is our first time doing it together, just one-on-one. So this is going to be great. I've been following his movements. This is probably one of the most consistent dudes I'm seeing out here on the internet. We'll we'll talk about it in a minute. I'm going to bring him up and unmute him and let him introduce himself. And I got a couple more things to say before we get get on here. So hold on one second. Let me make sure he's unmuted. Welcome to the show, Mr. Reese McNeil. Appreciate I appreciate you. Listen, the build up with the music and then hearing you speak, I'm back here like ready to rock and roll, baby. Thanks for having me. Let's do it. Anytime, anytime. So um, introduce yourself to the audience for those that don't know you and tell them a little bit about what you do. And then we're going to get right into this. Absolutely. So the quick version, Reese McNeil, born and raised in Philly. You have experienced it, right? Happy what I do as far as my work, I speak life to people, right? Um, I recently appointed the self-love ambassador, right? My mission is to teach people how to fall madly in love with themselves. I believe the lead domino to unlock everything in our lives. So that's plenty for now. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, hold on. Pause one second. Okay, okay. <laughs> so whatever device you're on, turn the volume down a little bit. Like not enough to silence me, but a little bit. Okay. How about now? Okay. Hold on. Test. Okay. Perfect. Okay. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little slight little thing when I talk, but it's not enough to disrupt the show, but we're good. So don't touch anything else. (laughs) All right. So what I did while you was gone is I talked about, um, some of the different things that people go through. And if you, if you have anything to add, you can, I talked about burnout, being in survival mode and, um, dealing with bills and family and these type of things. And sometimes it's all of them all at once and how we feel pressure. Um, so what I, what I want to do first is ask you to kind of like, um, give the audience an idea of either, you know, how you would describe a chaotic life and what that looks like. And even if, if, even if you could tell, you know, your own story, if you have a story of being at a point where you felt like things were just out of control. Um, 
I'm, I've been at that place at several different points in my life, to be quite honest. And the running theme there is that every time I wasn't aware, I wasn't aware that I was in chaos. I wasn't aware that things were all over the place. It, I wasn't even aware until something happened, until there was a crash, until life really, really punched me in the face at a higher level because I had become so comfortable in that chaos. I had just adapted to it and adopted it as my norm. And that's, that's the thing that I see with most people. It's like, you don't even realize that you're living in a chaotic space until something next level happens. It's like all these eights I'm okay with, and then you get punched in the face with a 10, and then you finally realize that you need to take some action. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, I it didn't hit me until it started affecting me, my health and like physically, like the stress and, and, uh, and, and, and headaches and just not being wow. able to handle stress like I used to. And at that point, I was like, dude, you got it. You can't be everything to everybody. You can't control everything. You're going to have to take, you're going to have to, we'll talk about it later. I was going to tell, I was going to tell what I did, but we're going to, we're going to do that in a little bit. Right. But you, you really got to take a step back and evaluate what's going on. And, and, um, I tend to, I t in my, in my crew, in my, the people that follow me, they, they'll, there's a lot of people pleasers and, and, and uh, empathetic people that I normally attract because that's who I am. And when you do that, you feel like if you disconnect, that something else is going to fall. But what I realized is that when I had to disconnect for myself, they figured it out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. So um, yeah. I'm going to read a couple of questions here. Uh, well, one, not a question, one comment. Erica from Dope Discussions Live says, living life in the middle of a tornado and calling it normal. So, yeah, exactly. that's, that's exactly what it is, man. So, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, um, what? so one of the, one of the, the different um, ways that I looked at um, things that, that could potentially cause chaos or at least so a lot of times it's self-imposed, but some of the, some of the different things um, and then I'll get you to kind of add on um, as we go. But like, even um, the point I wanted to make was like, if you are in that state of chaos, in a lot of cases, survival mode, and you're in a relationship, it could be disastrous. <laughs> if, if your partner or your wife or your husband um, isn't aware that you're dealing with it in that way, a lot of times they're dealing with it with you and a lot of us hide it. So do you have any anything to add about how that state of mind not being in control, how it could possibly affect people's relationships? Absolutely, because what I what I've experienced personally and with other people is that you tend to blame that person. Like you just said, you know, if you're going through through it together and we have excellent communication and I can share how I feel and you can help me navigate through this, that's one thing. But unfortunately, that's not the common thing. What's more common is you're the closest person to me. And the moment you blink wrong, I yes. light you up because I have so much going on. Right. The moment I breathe wrong, the moment I, you know, I didn't get that dish as clean as you would like you light me up, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm the closest person to you. And that's how it shows itself in relationships or, or I'm very short, I blast off on the children or something goes yeah. undone. And now 
mountain out of a molehill. You, you know what I mean? Now we're at each other's throats, but it's not the actual thing. It's all of this. It's the right. way we've been living our lives. Right. And that, that um, just to add on to what you're saying, when you're going through and you lash out at the person and, and let's say that you didn't mean it to come off that way, the other person on the receiving end, while they're taking all of that punishment, if you don't have the, the skill set or the tools to communicate effectively to resolve it, that could be something that could disastrously end a whole relationship with two perfectly good people and they just didn't have the tools to kind of manipulate how, how they how they deal with each other during the crisis, um, during the crisis phase. And um, so I, so I'll say this as a relationship coach, I implore you to always, if you can um, have, have those hard conversations and get, and get some kind of resolution to it, or, or it, it builds up over time. And then you end up destroying a relationship because you was falling behind on the bills or it was something else that had nothing to do with the person. Right. So. Right. And even in addition to that, you said have the hard conversation. What I encourage is to develop healthy communication about around everything. Yes. Right. My rule with my wife is we over communicate, you know, whatever it is, we're going to talk about it. So if I have to listen to conversation about curtains, I have to listen to conversation about curtains. If she has to listen to conversations about sports that she's not interested in, she does that. And what it does is it creates, it creates an environment. It creates a situation where we're, we just talk about everything. So right. when it's a tough conversation, that's just what we do. We right. talk about things. So let's stop, let's stop waiting until the ish hits the fan before yes. we want to try to sit down and talk about something, right? Yeah. Let's become better communicators every day so that it becomes a common thing so that I'm aware it's a safe space because if you listen to me talk about curtains, then I know I can bring this pain point to you. Right. So. Right. Yeah. That's, that's big. And I always try to tell people, especially um, those people that are getting into new relationships is to have that conversation while y'all in the honeymoon phase. Like, yo, like one day the, the we going to argue or something may happen. I need to, we need to figure out how we're going to, to communicate so that when it happens, um, you'll be, you'll have some kind of tools to prepare. Like we're not going to hurt each other. We're going to try to, you know, amicably talk it. I'm going to let you talk and you're going to let me talk and we're going to try to face the problem and not each other. Cause those, those arguments, whether people like to admit it or not, and I talk about it on the show a lot is it hurts, man. When you, when you, uh, get yelled at by somebody, but you know you can't really retaliate the way you want to and you hold it in. You gotta keep holding that thing in indefinitely right. until you can release it. And if you're going through chaos in your life and you have to deal with that, that's an explosion waiting to happen, man. Big time. So, Big time. so I want to um I wanna move on to talking about um, because I didn't want to like define every little uh, cause. What I really wanted to focus on was more solutions um, in mm -hmm. this show. So, and I know you do that a lot as the self-love ambassador. That's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things I have here noted was um, one of the things that people do, um, it's not, this is, this will segue into to some solutions, but I also want to cite this, this one thing. When you're going through 
these chaotic things. I did a whole show on survival mode before and, and, and how that affects people. But the side effect to dealing with chaos is now you have to, because every human being, I believe, wants to get to a point where they feel like they can soothe themselves. So they'll find some way to cope. And a lot of those ways to cope with the chaos are not positive things. Um, and and it is imperative that you try to regain self-control over yourself because sometimes, you know, it's, it's sex, it's alcohol, it's all these other things that you're masking the stuff that's happening around you. And, it, and a lot of times it can be detrimental. So if you wanted to comment on it, on this as, as far as like um, leading into how we, how we can control ourselves and have self-control during the midst of all of this stuff. Yeah. One, one of the things, so let's stay right there with self-control, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I always talk about. Self-love is self-control, mm -hmm. right? It's, 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 it's that consciousness, Right. It's being aware of what's going on. Right. I'm a conscious decision maker. I'm not just just going through the world and haphazardly doing things. And also uh, one of my one of the things I really focus on is not allowing my emotions to, to have the wheel. Right. Mm -hmm. Intellect over emotions. And so when I'm going through a situation, when the emotion shows up, I have a healthy relationship with my emotions. And so when the emotion shows up, we have a dialogue just like you and I are having right now. It's right. like, okay, okay, frustration, I see you. Hmm, why did you just show up? Ah, because this happened and this happened. And, ah, okay, thank you for showing up, but I'm not giving you the keys. Because every time you drive, you, 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 know, you just run them up and you cause a, a more chaos, right? You add to the problem. So now, what tools do I have to counteract this frustration, right? What tools do I have in my bag? And where we mess up, most of us is when the emotion shows up, we just surrender to it. We forget that we have, we, it's intellect, but we can make a decision even when the emotion shows up. And so the big thing, the underlying issue is we don't have a healthy relationship with our emotions. The emotion shows up and now we're duct taped in the trunk and the emotion has the wheel just, just running them up. Right? right. We have to take responsibility for that. And that's a part of loving ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I always try to tell people, and this is something I learned like, uh, within the last five or six years of, of, of how to speak about what this really looks like. But those things that happen to us externally, that, that will cause these emotions to happen. We allow ourselves to point the finger and say, I'm frustrated because that thing is happening to me or I'm angry or I'm flustered because that thing. And we don't realize that we have the ability to control how we react to those things that happen to us, as opposed to, like you said, you, you kind of bow down to it and say, you know what? I already know right. what this pain feels like. So let me just go ahead and take some more because I already know it's coming instead of having to your point and to your, to, to your brand is self-love and loving yourself enough to know that you have the strength to, to, to not just, because I, I, I always tell people you can't delete everything, but you can control how you react to it. That's really the key. Um, I want to read, I see some things scrolling up here, so I want to make sure that I don't miss it. Um, Sherman club says, what's the problem is here. It's too late. Um, from what we were talking about earlier, love Tucker says anyone else, been accused of being cold and having no soul because their logic overrides the emotional reaction. <laughs> Any comments on that? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. That I, I I've been through that process, but I've proven that my way works much better than allowing the emotion to run amok because I experience the emotion. I don't deny it. I allow, I allow it to have it say so. And I acknowledge it and I acknowledge it even in conversation, right? You know what I mean? We can, we talk through it, but my, my choices are mine. I don't surrender my choices to the emotion. So yes, you know, it, it may come across as cold, especially if it's unfamiliar to someone. It may come across as you don't have, you lack emotion. No, I'm, I'm the most emotional person I know. Right. right. I'm very, very in touch with my emotions. I just don't allow them to govern me. That's right. a totally different right. situation. Right. And um, and I also um, want to piggyback on that, too, where um, I'm, I'm, I'm a highly logical person as well. And a lot of times, um, in, you know, throughout my life, I would have people say, you know, they'd be going through something and they would be upset because I'm not mad like they are. And I'm like, no, we got to go here, here, here. And that way you don't have to even be mad. And it's like, and I get it. A, a lot of emotions, you you have to sit through them and, and, and experience them in order to get to the other side. But my logic brain is like, no, wait, before you go to 10, let's go left. And then you can stay at six and, and then we can eat that six. But, but the 10, we can't, the 10 is going to blow up and now we're going to have a problem. And so, yeah, so um, S&J Property Group says emotions is tied to feelings and our feelings lead us to act. So we need to be able to harness our feelings. Yeah, this is a like this is like <laughs> one of the biggest life lessons you can ever teach somebody is how the emotional intelligence and how to to, to manage your emotions. If you can can achieve that, like it's, it's literally a superpower out here amongst humans. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's a cheat code for sure. It's definitely yeah. a cheat code. And yeah, it. So what does it boil down to, right? Self awareness, mm -hmm. right? And so we have to practice self awareness. We have to become more self aware. We can go into what you know more about what that looks like. But a lot of times, again, even back to our chaos examples, right? We don't. We aren't even aware that we're in chaos. We aren't even aware that there's an issue. We adopt to it, like the young lady said. You know. We're just in the middle of a tornado thinking yeah. that that's just okay and that's normal because we're adaptives, right? Because we just, we just gonna keep picking up more stuff and adding more stuff and adding more stuff and going and going and going. And it's like, whoa. So yeah. we don't even recognize it. So self-awareness says, wait a minute, wait a yeah. minute. And, and one of the things you have, we have to become, we have to learn to budget our time and energy better. And so when I'm, my relationship with emotions has a lot to do with my time and energy. I literally ask myself, is that in my budget? Is it in my budget to be angry? Hmm. Because my time and my energy is better spent, right? On positive things. It's better spent, you know, feeding my spirit positive things, you know, speaking into my wife and children and the people that I serve. So why would I let, why would I spend that over there? Right? Yeah. So, so that's, that's a way to look at that. We can go more into self-awareness though, because that's really the key. Yeah, we might we might have to do that, but let me let me let me say this, cause and the reason why I say that is, um, and what I'm gonna say will make sense to why I want to possibly tackle that in a minute is because if you do not have self awareness, if you do not love yourself, if you do not have self control, you need to figure out how to get there with a sense of urgency, and the reason yeah. why is because everything that we're talking about with this chaos around you, 
it is your number one defense against it. The emotional intelligence and all of this other stuff we're talking about, it all is all part of a big pie. And if you don't have that, right, and no one's saying that you're going to always, you know, be strong enough or whatever, but at least know how to tap into it when you need it. Should be it should be on it should be running all the time, but I know life gets in the way and things happen. But to be aware that that you have this power, because I'm calling it a power to combat the chaos, meaning anything that can happen external to you, if you are aware of who you are and your strength and your and loving yourself and all these other things that go along with it, it it shouldn't shake you. At the very most, it'll it'll make you kind of shift. You may have to pivot here, but you're not gonna be shaken. And that's something I had to. That's something I had to. I had to literally like learn from scratch, like a little kid. Like I was like, wow, like I really don't have to sit and have the pity party. I need to figure out how to pivot. And, and uh, because this is a here's an example, right? You know how, and I think we we may all know people like this where. Every month they're telling you that they, they, they don't have it. You know, my rent is late and I need some more money. And then the next month they're like, man, the rent is due. And the thing about these people that that have these sob stories all the time, they'll be in that same apartment a year later. And I'm like, you survived it. You survived it. So every month you took yourself all the way down mentally, physically, because you was worrying about it. But at the end of the day, you had the perseverance to try to figure out how to make it. And now a year, you still there. Month after month, you figure it out. So instead of looking at the despair, look at what you've done. Hone in on that. Figure out some ways to maybe make a little extra money or whatever it is. But you got to have that focus. Look at the fact that you, that you persevered. However you got the money. Hopefully legally. Mm-hmm. Have you got the money? <laughs> you, you did it, right? You, you figured right. it out month after month after month. And we know that most people in the United States are living check to check anyway. So it's not unheard of that, that people are going through this. But you figure it out. People figure it out. And sometimes, watch how I do this. Sometimes that person could be the thing that makes your life chaotic. That person. So- <laughs> yeah, ahead, exactly. So, so, so let's so let's let's look at what you're describing, right? What we all have to explore is our relationship with ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Beneath everything you're saying is that. So, yeah. everything that we're talking about, right? The chaos in our lives, these experiences, the mismanagement of our emotions, you know, the arguments, the everything that comes along with that. These things are they stem from having a poor relationship with you. If you lack self-control, it's because you and you aren't on the same page, right? If you have poor self-esteem, whatever it might be. So the thing that we need to develop is a happy, healthy relationship with ourselves. And that one of the things, one of the things would indeed be self-awareness and self-control. And I use self-love as a catch-all, but self-love is essentially um, choosing you, right? in your moment-to-moment decisions, considering the outcomes, right? Thinking before you speak and act, challenging the thoughts that show up, right? Remembering who you are. There's a lot of things that we can explore, but at the root of it is a healthy relationship with ourselves. And many of us, right, most of us, 
these things that we do, these behaviors we exhibit, exhibit, excuse me, these attitudes that we have and the things that we find ourselves in are the result of us having a poor relationship with ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. when me and me are good, I make different choices. I move right. differently. I show up differently. But when when things are off inside of me, you know, between me and me, then, you know, everything is is essentially off. That's where the chaos comes from. Yeah. Because yeah. that's why I can't recognize chaos, because it's chaotic in here. And my what I'm living is just a reflection of what's going on inside of me. And so yeah. that's the thing we all have to work on. That's the yeah. that that's that's the answer. That's yeah. literally the answer. Yeah, yeah. And I and and I will say this to your credit. The way that you branded yourself around self-love is amazing because if you really think about what you just said and everything that we talked about tonight, that's the nucleus for almost everything that we do. Like everything, everything, every, like, yes. like if you really think about it and I know, you know, cause you, I challenge, the, I challenge everyone. I can't see the comments, but I challenge someone to throw something in there that to, to, to the contrary. Right. And, right. and, and I guarantee you, I can peel the layers back and trace it to a deficiency in in, a, in self-love. A yeah, deficiency. Yeah. I, I guarantee huge. it. It's huge, man. That's why um when I was watching your comment, I mean your your um content, I was like, man, I gotta have this brother back on, man, because he's doing <laughs> it out here, man. Like if y'all not following this dude, y'all need to follow this dude um, on, on, on Instagram. <clears throat> well, I, all I know about is Instagram, but you can get everything from there, I'm sure. Um, and, and just, 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 um, the, the things that you do every morning, first of all, I'm sorry, this is a, sm- a small tangent, but it's, it's kudos to you, sir. Coming on every morning is a chore, man. I tried it one time <laughs> and either I wasn't waking up on time or it was something in that to be consistent every, like we, a lot of us like that in this podcast game, we might come on once a week every day consistently i think at eight o'clock every day you're there with the brush and i'm like i'm like yo he gets an a plus for consistency because damn it i try i try i tried the morning show one time every day and i was like i had to stop because i was like i can't i can't consistently because i want to say it was at like 7 a.m every day and i was like this was back when i was still having to commute to work but i was like let me get this in yeah man you 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 really um this self love thing like I had a show that that touched on self love a few weeks ago but you can never really run out of content about this subject you, man you can't so it's impossible what's your what's your IG handle real quick I'm gonna put it in the it's, comments it's Reese Inspires R E E C E Inspires thank you yeah the self love is that it's at the root of literally everything. Any challenges that we're facing can be traced back to a deficiency in our self-love and in our self-care and us not taking. That's the first thing I ask people. Tell me about your self-care routine. What do yeah. you do for you? And we and I start from there to help people to unpack. And, and I'm telling you, anything. I haven't found anything yet other than a true yeah. mental disorder where you need to be hospitalized and medicated. But outside of that 0.1%, everything else can be traced yeah. back to loving you. Yeah, yeah. It's um that's something that I really I really didn't and I'm sure a lot of people in the audience can agree. Really don't realize in real time and in real life how important it is 
and how important that thing is and how it affects like everything. And I'm going to segue into, I'm going to use that as a segue into this next topic, which is boundaries, healthy boundaries. Um, I'm going to let you go because I know you got got some smoke. So, but I do want to say this first before, before I let you loose on this one. This whole self-love thing, if you don't love yourself, you'll never really know how to erect the proper boundaries um, for the things that happen around you. So I'm going to go ahead and just let you say whatever you want to on the subject of boundaries, and then I'll kind of chime in um, yeah. as we go. Boundaries is a tough one, especially when we're having, when we don't associate it with self-love, right? Because we feel indebted to people. We feel indebted to things. And we feel like, well, if I set boundaries, you know, I'm a servant. I am this, I am that. That goes against my identity. But to the contrary, right? (laughs) We have to love ourselves enough to make sure that we are taking care of us, that we're protecting us, and that we're managing our time and energy and our space properly, right? And so it, it doesn't change who you are to set proper boundaries, right? But if I just allow anything to go on, if I don't guard myself, then do I really love me? Mm-hmm. As much as I love to serve, as much as I love people, if I don't take care of me, if I don't prioritize me, then do, do I really love you? If I don't set proper boundaries and take good care of me, can I be the best husband I wanna be? Can I be the best father? No, I cannot. Right. We have to set those boundaries in order to take, in order to show up as the best versions of ourselves. And we have to take the guilt out of that. A lot of times I hear people think they have guilt associated with boundaries. Well, that's my mom. Okay. And she's still your mom. You know what I mean? That's my brother. Okay. And th- those are my day ones. Those are my day ones. Oh, really? Okay. Th- you know what I mean? So, what are you giving up when you allow, you know, when you don't set those proper boundaries, right? You're sacrificing something somewhere. And the first thing that's always on the chopping block is you. Yep. Because I'm not going to let my wife suffer or the children or the business. It's going to be me. I'm yep. going to miss something. So we, we absolutely must, we must protect ourselves. Yeah. This is something um, that's, that was huge for me because I was missed to put the world on the shoulders. I talk about this a lot. And then, and then I, I really had to realize when I was younger, it didn't really phase me as much as it, as it had when I, once I hit like 40 um, in like late 30s. But I had, to keep, I had to keep telling, even to this day, because it's still in me to, to, to kind of to try to do stuff for everybody despite my own health despite my own schedule whatever but i always have to constantly tell myself um kind of similarly to what you just said they would never be able to be taken care of if i fall if i'm out if i check out of here then all of this running around i'm doing means nothing so i gotta be able to and i'm like the reach like within the past i would say since COVID, really since i had to sit down I've right. really just been like, yo, you gotta, you gotta detach from these things that's stressing you, body. You ain't gonna be here. You're hey. not gonna be here. I've had to have some hard conversations with some folks and family members. Like, look, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Real, real quick on those lines, right? So, first of all, the absolute best gift you can give your loved ones is 
you taking care of you. Yep. The person who benefits most outside of after me, of course, from me taking care of me is my wife. So right. what 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 I find and, and, I, and I, anybody, if you want to challenge me, let's do it. When you make sure you're, you can't pour from an empty cup. Well, that sounds cute, but we don't we don't actually apply that logic to our lives. Right. So when I prioritize me, right, when I make sure that my cup is full, now there's more of me to care for the people that I need to care for. Mm-hmm. But when I'm running around here with on half a tank, right, are you even getting the best me? Yeah. So when I learn to prioritize me, now I have the time and the energy and I have the space, I have the capacity now to do twice, uh, twice the work that I was doing before. Whereas before I'm breaking my neck trying to do, but th- but I was neglecting me. So I would crash and burn at the end of every day. Now, now I'm ready. I'm still fully charged and ready because I, I became aware of what I needed to, to ensure that my cup was full. I prioritized those things. And now I can go be a great husband. I can go be a great dad. I can be a great papa. I can serve at a high level. Right. And, and there's still plenty more of me to go around. I got up at 444 in the morning. I've been going nonstop since. Right. And, and I'm ready. It's 848. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. But that's because I take care of myself. Right. I prioritize me and it, and it creates more of me. It doesn't take from anyone. It actually adds to everyone. And right. when that clicks for us, that's the game changer. Right. Right. I'm going to read some of these. I'll see some comments flowing through here, like literally flowing. Um, I do have one one question that that's that's slightly off topic, but it's about your videos. Love Tucker says, "Can I ask why is he standing up doing the doing all of the videos? All the videos on your profile look like you standing up. Is it that you have too much energy? She's just nosy." So that's a great question. So it's intentional, right? A part of my mission is to be able to stand and deliver, right, for an entire weekend. I want to I want to have a hundred of you meet me in Mexico for a week and I want to be able to stand and deliver. So literally the reason I stand is in preparation for what's to come. And yes. so, yes, I do have so much energy because I take, because I prioritize me because I'm learning daily how to love me, but I'm standing right now in preparation, right? I have an elevated desk here and I'm standing ready to rock and roll all the time. I, I couldn't sit down if I wanted to, cause I'm already, I'm ready to go. Yeah, man. (laughs) A lot of us could take a little piece of that, man, because I know I I, I feel in in, at this stage in like the the brand of of relationship gumbo. And I think one of you because I I, I did a deep dive on your stuff, dude. I there was one video where you said something like you got a, a call to do something like within an hour and you were just ready. You was ready to go. Yeah, I, I'm starting to really live that 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 part now where I actually believe my own hype. <laughs> like I'm like I do know what I'm doing now. Like before, I used to be like, oh, this other people been doing it longer than I'm like, no way. I know what I'm doing. So now you call me and go on the show, and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even like you did with me. You was like, I don't. I trust you. Don't. I don't need the bullet points. Let's just yeah. go. <laughs> so. Kudos to you, sir, because this is this yeah. is a place like you guys that are on here, man. A lot of us have, you know, our podcasts and, and businesses and different things we're running, man. This is something that's essential to our growth, man. And um, 
Um, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna read a few more comments, and then we're gonna um, mm-hmm. we're gonna go for a little bit longer. But I'm not. I'm not gonna stay on here too long. I try to stay at an hour, but we may go a little bit over. Yeah, we have some difficulties, so we have a little. We got. A yeah, little, yeah, we got a window. Room. We got a window. Um, S and J Property Group says, "Well, Love Tucker says titles don't entitle you to unlimited access." Yeah, yeah. I let those those family titles hold me hostage for for, for, for decades. <laughs> <laughs> um. S&J Property Group says some people don't have a good point of reference of what self-love looks like. Many are conditioned. So what I say, the most powerful thing, the powerful thing knowing that we can is knowing that we can pivot and redefine self-love. Um, Dope Discussion says boundaries are not a restriction. It's an invitation for people to operate in a healthy space for both parties. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tony well, at Triumphant TV says. They should still be your day ones after you say no. And if they're not shrug, you might need to rethink that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say this all the time, man. If people fight you about your own boundaries, then that ain't that ain't your friend, man. <laughs> you might not you might want to reevaluate that because and it and a lot of times it doesn't even have to be anything harsh. They like, why are you acting like that? Why are you different? Why are you cause I gotta take care of me. But yeah, but I still need you. Hold on, man. You didn't listen to what I said. Exactly. <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, so I'm going I'm to leave it right. Yeah, Queen Cole. I think you say this too. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So um, so yeah, I mean, I, I do this boundary, this boundary um, topic. Um, and then there's another, there's another angle I want you to take before we wrap up. But this boundary thing, man, it, it's not only essential in most aspects of your life, whether it be work, whether it be, you know, your romantic relationships, your friendships, family, all of this, like you, what I had, I did a live the other day and I'm like, what I called it was like a perimeter of peace. Like it's a bubble that's around you <laughs> and people can't get in there unless you allow them to get in. But inside of there... You are responsible for maintaining that peace. It's nobody else's job but yours. And as long as you know how to maintain that peace, they can't break in unless you open the little the little door to let them in. They they can't get in there. And and once I realized that, I was it was like the sky opened up. I was like, yo, right. I can I can move how I want to move now. <laughs> right. So is there anything you want to add to that? And then we'll go to the next to the last thing. So no, I, I love the boundaries discussion, and, and it's funny because I've what the way I look at boundaries is governing or budgeting my time and energy, right? We're saying the same thing, mm-hmm. and so I determine, you know, the amount of time and energy I give to a situation, and so you know, love you like I do, you know, if if we if our behaviors if our missions aren't aligned, then you know, I have to limit my exposure, right? My day ones, my day ones are my day ones. But guess what? How often do I see or speak to them? I'm their 911. And, right. and that's okay because I understand the path that I'm on is different. So I can't, I'm not in the, I'm not in the group chat because right. I, I don't, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not adding any value to my life, right? Right. You know, I'm, I don't, I don't want, I don't hang out and do certain things. That's me budgeting my energy. That's me uh, limiting my exposure. That's me setting and maintaining those boundaries. And whoever it is, 
I approach everything that way. And when you learn to value your time and your energy, you won't allow people to just take from you, right? And you won't allow yourself to just overly just spend on anything, right? right. You're gonna, because we know it's, it, it's, it's finite, it's limited. Those are limited resources. I only have so much time and energy. And so I have to be very, very conscious and aware of how I spend that time and energy and where I yeah. place it. And so that's how, that's how I set boundaries. That's what works for me. Um, and the more consistent you are with it, right? The less, you're, the less people even trouble you. People don't even trouble me because of that, because I've been consistent with it for years and years, right? And they right. know if there's a fire, I got you. But, right. you know, I'll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to shoot the breeze. I don't, I'm trust, not a breeze shooter. Yeah, trust me. I know this <laughs> all too well, all too well. Um, so the last place I want to go with you, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you rock out on this one. Um, and it's kind of more to you personally because you are the self love ambassador. I'm gonna give you a self love um, um kind of area to go, but I'm I'm gonna make it um, personal to you. Um, your partner. Um, uh, oh God, I now I got S and J Property Group said that people don't know what self-love looks like. So mm -hmm. I want you, because I know there's a lot of people out here that probably feel the same way. They don't even know where to start. Um, and I want to say, I do hear a lot of people saying they don't even know who they are to be to even be able to, uh, <laughs> to, to love themselves, right? And, and I can say, you know what, that that's real, right? Like not knowing who you are because you're just so busy just doing stuff. Right to the point to the point of this show, the chaos that we a lot of times we we self impose it to ourselves. So what I want you to do for the people listening, because you um, champion self love, it's a, it's your brand. Tell people what that looks like for you on a daily basis. Like what does self love? How does how do you show up for yourself on a regular everyday basis? Like a regular human, we not doing talking right. points now. Like how does Reese love himself? What does that look like on a daily basis? Absolutely. So, so there's a few moving parts, right? So the first thing is, um, we have, I, I woke up one day and realized that I didn't know who I was, right? I didn't know what I liked and didn't like I, my identity was completely lost. I had lost my identity in a past relationship and in the church and in family. And I was completely at a point of where I, I wasn't clear on who I was. And so in the work that I began in the soul searching and in the reading and studying and learning, you know, I came across the concept of self-esteem and I began to dig into it and read about it. And I was the poster child for poor self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thankfully I didn't just stay there. Right. I kept working and I kept working and I kept investing in myself. And so fast forward, you know, what I've learned is that, you know, our identity, we get to create. I, was, I tried to find myself for years, right, after that point. Mm -hmm. but, and then I woke up and said, oh, I get to create my identity. Ah, so then the question becomes, well, who do I want to be? Hmm, okay, who do I want to be? Where do I see myself? What do I want to accomplish, right? What does the best version of me look like? And then I begin to think, thoughts, speak words, and take actions that move me toward becoming that person, right? So 
what does self-love look like for me? First of all, it's acknowledging me moment to moment. It's choosing me moment to moment. And that's a very selfless thing to do. Uh, we were taught all of our lives that that's selfish, but it's actually selfless. The best thing you can do for your wife is take good care of you. I tell my wife, you have to take care of you for me. And I want to take care of me for you. Right. And so, you know, learning that. So then I have to say, OK, well, what does taking care of me look like to your point? OK, well, when am I at my best? OK, when I take care of myself physically. OK, so I have to get up and I go to the gym in the morning. Right. And prior to that, I get up and I begin to give thanks because gratitude. Right. If, if I'm if I'm in a state of gratitude, then guess what can't coexist? Complaining. Right. right blame. They can't occupy the same space. So I start my day giving thanks, right, for the people, places, and things that I'm blessed with, and also for that, that, that person that I'm becoming. And then I start making choices that align with the person I'm becoming. So I get up and I go to the gym, right? I listen to something encouraging. I, I, do, I, I make choices that align with the person that I want to become. Right. Not with who I was, who I was once upon a time and not even always with who I am in the moment. Right. Mm -hmm. I choose future me. And in choosing future me, I look at situations and I say, OK, hmm, OK, this would feel good right in this moment. But when I zoom out and say, you know what? Nah, that's actually goes against who I am and who I'm becoming. So moment to moment, I make choice. I choose me moment to moment. And that's what gives me the energy, right, to, to, to do the things that I need to do throughout the course of the day. So what does self-love look like? Looks, what does self-love look like? It looks like being a conscious decision maker and making choices that are in favor of the community of you. Community of you is this you today, you next week, you six months from now, and you a year from now. So I envision myself doing certain things and so I make choices today that align with that, that align with that vision I had for my life. So I'm using a lot of language intentionally. You yeah. must have a vision for your life. Right. You have to, you have to consider your identity, who you are, and more importantly, who it is you want to become. Right? right. Notice that you get to create who you are. If who you are today doesn't resemble who you want to be, that's perfectly fine because right. you get to make choices on a daily basis to move you from where you are to where you want to be, right? So it's, I, I'm, I'm throwing certain things out there intentionally, but mm -hmm. to sum it up, moment to moment, I acknowledge me. I make conscious decisions, right? I'm not a stormtrooper, right? I'm not just living in a fog anymore. I was for many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. But moment to moment, I make conscious decisions. I evaluate my options and I make what I feel is the best decision. And if I fall on my face, that's okay. I extract the lessons from falling on my face. I get my butt up and I make another choice. And I keep going and I keep going. And that's what that looks like. Right. That's what's, it's not some deep magical thing. It's literally moment to moment making choices that are in your own best interest. Yeah. That's yeah, what that man. is. That's, that's, <laughs> we need to breathe. We need to breathe for a minute, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm trying to keep it. You know, I know, I know. That's why I said earlier, we're going to let you, we let you loose. I'm just like, <laughs> um, I'm going to read a couple of, a couple of comments. Uh, Love Tucker said something about, 
um, people have have been living with themselves their whole life, their whole lives, and don't know who they are. I wanted to speak to that really quick, um, because and um, and Tony um, answered her and said people still don't understand how to love themselves because they do not even realize realize they are with themselves daily. Um, Dope Discussions Live says when we cut ties with the idea of what other people think we are or think we should be, true love of self begins to take form. So this is exactly where I wanted to go with this. <clears throat> because I know this, in a, in a lot of us um, have this story where, you know, we chose the career that was chosen for us. So we went a certain college or we went to a certain route because somebody told us that that's what we should go do and this is who we should be. And we crafted this persona to make them happy and we lived our lives a lot of our lives under that guise and when you actually look at what you're really interested in who you really are you know the people that you surround yourselves the relationships that you get in and you start and if you really take a look you never left it's like a shell that you kind of have to break out of. And like, so for me, like everybody knows that I, I'm a, a NASA engineer, but a NASA engineer was something that I did for other people and relationship gumbo is what I'm doing for me. This is who I am. Um, and this is what, this is, this is my purposeful work, but I would have never gotten here if I didn't kind of release those shackles and say, this isn't me. This doesn't even feel comfortable. That's why you see a lot of us that are in our 40s now, like starting businesses and doing the things that we always wanted to do because we came from that time where it was go to college, get a good job, do this, do that, move this way. Okay, you need to do here, go here. And it's like, I didn't really, like I remember, I know my mom is watching, but I remember, I remember saying, I don't want, I'm not ready to go to college yet. I want to go here. I want to do this and do this trade. And it was like, no, no, no. The only way you're gonna be successful is you gotta, you gotta go this way and do this and do that. And this is all they knew, so I don't fault them for it. But when you actually take that off, and you really chase after what you really want, you really get to know who you are. And this is a relationship show. When you really look at your pattern, a pattern of tragedy in your relationships, and you like, wait, that wasn't. I was doing that because I was a different version of myself. And now look at who I am. When you do that then you can really go and say, I love me now. I love the real me now. The person that's been sitting in there, that little five-year-old that's been sitting in there all these years <laughs> looking to, to, to come out and be validated and say, hey, we finally doing what we wanted to do now. So once you get to that point, everything else just looks different. The people that you date, the, the jobs you choose, the, 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 the businesses you start, it all starts to look different. And... I'm passionate about it. Like you can feel it coming from me because yes. this this didn't happen a long time ago for me. This was like some like like a few years ago where I was really like, yo, this is really who I am. Damn it, what have mm -hmm. I been doing all these years? <laughs> so if you want to add on, you can. I see some comments coming up, so I'll, I'll get I'll let you um, speak if you need to. I'll read the comments and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Okay. So just, just along those lines, right, just real quick, I'll give a quick, a quick background. I was married 19 years, mm -hmm. right? I was planning my 20th wedding anniversary and I got a text message that said, if God didn't hate divorce, this would be over. 
I thought I thought she was clearly talking about someone else because mm -hmm. we were the we were the pastors of the church. I thought we had to go counsel someone. Of course, a few minutes later, I find out that message was for me. But when I left for work that day, all was well. So everything was snatched from me because I didn't because it was time for me to get back to me. I completely lost my identity in that relationship in the church and everything that was going on with the family. So you had. I shared that to say there, there are moments, right, that show up and it's up to us to decide what we're going to do in those moments, right? You made it, you made a decision to begin to choose you. I didn't have a choice. It, it was, it, it was me or it was me or bust. There was no, everything was snatched from me, right? So wherever you may find yourself, right, when you have those moments and you, and you, and you recognize that, wait a minute. There's more to me than this, right? I, hmm, I have interests over here or whatever, whatever, whatever your moment looks like, right? I would say it's important that you accept where you are because a lot of people don't want to accept the fact that, man, I'm 40 and now dot, 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 and you want to, and they want to assign blame and they want to be upset. You said something key. You said they, you know, they did what they felt was best. There was no, there was no ill intentions there. Right? The motives were pure. And even if they weren't, let's say for the sake of conversation, they weren't, right? We have to let that go. So we have yeah. to forgive them. And then yeah. we have to forgive ourselves for allowing ourselves to be pulled in, in those directions, right? Yeah. And that was a big thing for me. It was easy for me to forgive the people involved in the situation. My challenge was forgiving me because my ego was in the way like, how dare you? You let that happen? But then when I fought through that and then I finally forgave myself and just accepted the reality of the, the here and now, then I was able to start to do the work, to start the building blocks of, of you know, discovering who I am, right? Doing that work. And it's deep work and it's challenging work. We're just saying it real casually, but mm -hmm. it's really challenging, it's a lot, yeah. right? It's challenging work, especially as, as you come of age. It's really, really challenging, right? To, to, to see you, to discover you, and then ultimately to create you, yeah. right? But if you have the courage to dive into that, there's literally nothing that you can't have. There's nothing that you can't do, right? Exactly. If you have the imagination and the work ethic to go make it happen. So it takes courage, right? So I don't wanna, I don't wanna say it so casually that it, that it seems dismissive. So if you're, if you're at a crossroad right now, it's challenging, but I encourage mm -hmm. you to push yourself. And if you need help, reach out to some people that can help yeah. you, whoever that might be, because it's challenging. I had to go through it alone, but I wish I yeah. didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely heavy, man. It's it's a heavy. It's a. I don't even necessarily want to say the word burden, but it can be for some people just trying to figure these things out. But the reason why I wanted to spend time even talking about that because it go it brings everything full circle. When you get to the point where you understand and know yourself, then you can love yourself. Um, like you can realistically love yourself. You can you can start to look at regaining control of your life. And when you start to regain control of your life, when the chaos knocks at the door, you can say, you know what? I'm good right here. I'm gonna go ahead and let you in. That was though. That's we went we went a, a, in a big thing, but we came back here. Self love, right? Self control, controlling your emotions. All of that comes with knowing who you, if you don't know who you are, how are you going to control your emotions? You don't even know what's going on. When you get to that point, and like he said, 
somebody, you, some of y'all going to need to probably talk to somebody to, to kind of help you see it because we're in it. Sometimes when you in it, you don't see it. But when you can't see it, anything that comes to disrupt that, you can be like, hold on, sir. Hold on, ma'am. No, we not. No, we not doing. This don't feel right. You can start to feel. You can feel things like if this don't feel right, something wrong with this dude over here. So I don't know what it is, but it don't. It's like this thing that you that you have where you really you will you will fight tooth and nail against somebody that's going to disrupt that peace that you have. That's why self. That's why I stress self awareness. Right, self awareness. Real quick is knowing what you're doing. And why you're doing it while you're doing it, knowing what you're thinking and why you're thinking it while you're thinking it. So being present is essentially what it is, right? To your point, I have to be present to notice that something is off, right? And I also have to have a standard. Self-awareness is going to help you to begin to set standards for your life and then raise those standards. And if you're not sure how to get there, literally, really quick, 10 seconds, listen to your gut, right? Learn how to trust your gut, right? And also listen to people around you. And I don't mean listen like they say go left, you just go left, but acknowledge what they're saying. Hear, hear them out and, you know, explore the information that they give you. And then examine your results, right? Examine your results. And then as you're moving forward, make sure you're in the moment. My favorite quote is above all else, be present. Because yeah. yesterday and tomorrow are thieves. And, and they stole so many of my days, yeah. right? But learning to be present and self-aware to your point, that's how I can govern and manage my emotions, right? That's, that, but it all starts with being present and, and self-aware. That's the root of transformation. Yep. And, and those of you that are on here, um, that are, <laughs> and I always have to bring it back here because it's my brand, but those of you that are, that are out here dating, <laughs> that are starting new relationships, this right here, what we're talking about is essential for you to even make decisions to do that. That's why I talk about this all the time. You got to love you first before you can even determine where you want to plant your flag. You in a lot of the chaos that happens on the day. Oh, the dating pool has pee in it. Oh, the, oh my God, everybody's crazy. <laughs> it's not about what they doing to you. You got to, you got to be able to have discernment about how you're going to move out here. Are you going to keep doing it over and over and over again? So I'm going I'm to try to see if there's any comments that's, that's, that's pertinent here. And then we're going to start wrapping up. Uh, Erica from Dope Discussion says, when we cut ties with the idea of what other people think we are or think we should be, true love of self begins to take form. Yeah. Um, John Singletary says, yes, sir. We are discovering and learning to love ourselves more and more. Erica also says, yes, I was in college for two years before I realized that was my mother's dream, not mine. Uh, see, and she also says it's a hard, it's hard work going against a lifetime of programming. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's huge, right? <laughs> yes. That's um, and Queen Cole just repeated the power of now. Um, dope discussion says sometimes making this making the decision that goes against our old normal is difficult, but the reward is a change of trajectory. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. and those are great, really yeah. great. Events, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's um, and it's something that people don't realize. It's the same thing, the same way I talk about healing. This is ongoing. This is something that doesn't. You just don't reach it, and then you're done. This is. This is daily. 
Daily moment to moment. <laughs> this is daily maintenance. And, and it's just like when people say, you know, I'm trying to fully heal. I'm like, you won't ever do that. It's, there's no such thing. You're going to always have to keep managing. Um, learning how to manage it is the trick, but it's ongoing. It's stuff you're going to have to, you're going to fight daily against <laughs> just for you to stay centered. My, and just um, one more note that I wanted to say earlier was for me, how I have to show up daily is I had had to learn when you talked about operating on a tank that's half full, when my tank is half full or it's close to empty, I have to recognize what that point is in order for me to detach. So I've learned to recognize that when I, when I get to that point of whatever that, that marker is, stop. And for me, my signal is sometimes it's, it's like mental fog. Like I'm losing focus. I'm thinking about 300 things at once and I'm trying to do one thing. And it's like, hold on, Derek, just stop, get up, go, go outside, go to another room, come back right. and regroup because you're not getting anywhere with once I get there. It, it's, it's hard for me to do anything for myself or anyone else. And I have to stop. I have to regroup, take some time, come back and revisit it again. It took me a long time to figure that out. Right. It took me a long time to figure out where that where that marker was, where I knew that it wasn't. Yeah. Once I figured that out, I was like, man, I got to I have to keep doing this. I have to keep reminding my because the old me wants to just keep going. Oh, man, I got this this thing I need to do and I got to hurry up and do it. And I'm like, no, you don't just like you can take 30 minutes. Stop. Right. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So and look, just I have to say this. Uh, go ahead. But what you're saying is gold, right? The next level is after you step away and take that second, do some do some do some soul searching and evaluate the situation. So zoom out and look at okay, how did I get here, right? right. Because I don't what, what you know, and then then you can begin to raise your standard. My standard is an eight, right? That's my standard. If I hit seven, whoa, something's off. I'm never going to be a four. I'm never right, going right, to be right, yeah. I'm never going yeah. to be at six. Yeah. So it came from exactly what you said, catching it, whoa, pushing back, paying attention, but not just catching your breath and jumping back in, but mm-hmm. saying, whoa, wait a minute. How did I get down to a four? Yeah. I don't like four. Okay, yeah. so, ah, okay. And then back to where you're spending your energy and how you're spending your time and then how you're taking care of yourself, right? The fundamentals, right? Rest, movement, all of those things that, that keep your tank full. So that's the next level from that. Yes, catch yourself. But then we don't want to just keep going through that cycle. We want to improve upon that by tracing our steps and then raising our standards. Yeah, exactly. That's that's very important. Y'all gonna have to go have to rewind this and play that back about three million times, man. This the, <laughs> we learned we, we talked about a lot of stuff, man, that's that's gonna change some folks' lives just from listening to it on this show, man. I, I feel that in my bones. Um, because there's so many of us that are sitting at home just struggling and stressed and despair and 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 I'm not we not talking about poor people. We not talking about it's all I don't care I don't care how much money you make, I don't care what you got. We all go through stuff, man. Y'all know y'all yeah. know this. Um the problems may be different, but their problems are problems and issues are issues and, and things that happen to you happen to you. Um because you cause Rich people are out here doing things to themselves too. It ain't just people that don't have money. Like 
We we see it all the time. And, and I remember the younger version of me. I used to be like, why they got all the they got they ripped they multimillionaires. What the hell? Why are they depressed? What is wrong with them? And but I didn't realize that even though they make the money, the money isn't the the entirety of everything that they go through in life. Like the, a lot of these, especially these trust fund babies, their parents treat them like garbage. And they growing up, they got all this money, and they're this whole dysfunctional kid. And it, it's so we so I say I'm saying that to say. Everything that we talked about tonight, when we use the word chaos and trying to deal with the things that happen to you, don't think you're exempt. Self-love is important for everybody. So I'm a, um, I will do this. I will let you say any little last comments. And then when you do that, then I want you to tell people again how to find you. And maybe if you have something coming up or, um, you know, or just to just stay in contact with you. So I'm going to let you have Absolutely. I appreciate it. So first, thank you for this opportunity. This was this was awesome. Um, we pushed through the difficulties. I knew it was going to be great when we had those challenges. I actually got right. excited. Um, now, just to the person listening to this now or 10 years from now, right? If you find yourself in a dark place or in a chaotic place, right? I challenge you to, and you don't know where to start. I challenge you to examine your self-care routine, right? Start there. What I don't have one. Well, let's start there, right? And I used to think self care was my 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 every Friday a four thirty haircut appointment. And then I've, what I've learned is that it's the moment to moment choices that I make, caring for me moment to moment. So start with your self care, right? Take some time for you, and not only every couple months when you can afford to go get a massage. I'm talking about moment to moment it's the best gift you can give yourself and anyone attached to you right Mm -hmm. begin there please 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 do yourself that favor and do your loved ones that favor because everyone benefits from you being at your best right so take the time and energy to invest in yourself um as far as contacting me it's uh, at reese inspires uh instagram facebook uh, uh tiktok all that fun stuff um i can be reached there and of course, if anyone, you know, if anyone needs a guide to go up in that attic or down in that basement with them to help navigate through that, you know, reach out to me. Um, you know, if you feel like I, I, I'm your person, let's chit chat a little bit. I just might be your person. Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you, brother. This was good, man. We're going to have to we're going to have to do we're going to have to do something else together. It may not be the podcast, but we're going to have to do something else together, man. I enjoyed the show tonight. The audience definitely enjoyed the show. I can see all the comments now. Great show. Awesome show. Thanks, everyone. Everybody, people clapping. So this is good, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, I, I We don't talk all the time, man, but I see you moving. I see you out there moving. It inspires me to, to get up off my butt and do some things, too. You be <laughs> Yo, if y'all are not following this guy, man, follow him. Thank, and if you, you do nothing else, just look at how how consistent his stuff is. I don't care if you go on TikTok. I don't care if you go on Instagram. This dude is doing it. And I and I want I, I don't want you to leave without saying this. Like I, I, I met you at a certain point. You were doing a certain thing and I watched you metamorphosize into where you are now. And this feels like you are you you smooth sailing right here. This is this is you right here, dude. I'm telling you right now, this thing right here feels like you you found it. I appreciate that. And what's funny is I'm going up higher. Yeah. I'm, 
I've actually made some decisions recently to take it to another level. We'll talk and about that. That's it, I'm, man. I'm Let, me know. Let me know, man. Anything you got <laughs> going on, if you need me, we got some folks on here. I know they're going to be DMing you to come on their show. I already know that's that's about to happen <laughs> real soon because they, they enjoyed the heck out of this. So I appreciate you, brother. And um and and everybody that's listening, of course, make sure you go to relationshipgumbo.info, get all the stuff where I'm going to be, who I'm attached to. We already know we all following Reese. Um, so anybody with earshot of this, whether you're on the audio or the video, make sure you follow him. Um, I put his I'm gonna put his information in the show notes in the description, and it's also in the comments twice now. Um, so make sure that y'all please follow him. And uh, yeah, this was good. Everybody, make sure you safe out there. I know the masks are coming off and all this other stuff. Make sure y'all do what y'all need to do for yourself and your families. Take care of yourself and. Most of all, love you. Love you first. There we go. Make yourself a priority. So on that note, we out of here. We see. I'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. We got another amazing guest coming on next week. We're going to talk about imposter. Are you living your life as an imposter? I got a... Next week's going to be good, too. Man, I got a good lineup this month. It's crazy. I got some good folks coming on this month. And you are you are definitely one of, one of those people I hold in high regard. So on that note, everybody, thank you for coming out. Next week, same time, same place. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true, I know. Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this, ayy. Cause better relationships need better ingredients, ayy. So if you want better relations, it's about communication. Finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better, yeah. Derrick Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship gumbo.